So in today's episode of Restaurant Strategy, we're talking mission, vision, and values. I'm going to explain what all of that is. And no, it's not just boring corporate speak. Uh, If you do it right, if you understand these ideas right, it can have a profound impact on your business. All of that and more on today's episode of Restaurant Strategy. There's an old saying that goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast with answers for anyone who's looking. My name is Chip Close, and this is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast dedicated solely to helping you build a more profitable restaurant. Each week, I leverage my 20-plus years in the industry to help you do that, to build a more profitable and a more sustainable business. I also work with owners and operators all over the world through my P3 Mastermind program. What are the three Ps? They stand for Profit, process and progress. New members come in, commit themselves to a year, and we specifically focus on generating consistent, predictable 20% profits. So if that's something you struggle with, generating consistent profits for your business, then please get in touch. Set up a free call with me or someone from my team. 30 minutes, absolutely free. Get started by visiting restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. You'll get to learn more about the program. We'll get to learn more about you. We'll see if we're a good fit. And if you're not a good fit, there's no pressure to move forward. At the very least, you'll come away from that call with a little bit of value and we will now know each other. So please set up a free call by visiting restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. And yep, that link is in the show notes. Have you read the 2023 State of the Restaurant Industry Report from the National Restaurant Association? There's a lot to digest in that 41-page paper, but that's where you can lean on spot on, the presenting sponsor of that report. As a top-rated restaurant technology company, spot on leads from the front. Not only are they helping restaurant operators make sense of our changing landscape, they're also working directly with restaurants to overcome challenges with innovative solutions. Their handhelds and QR ordering can help you turn more tables while creating a better guest experience. On the back end, their labor management tools can save up to 20 hours per week on tasks like scheduling, payroll, and tip distribution. And when it comes to rising costs, Spot On's reporting gives you the real-time data you need to make informed decisions about your menu, your employees, and your operations. Best of all, Spot On's direct online ordering puts you in control of your takeout and delivery operation without the third-party commissions. They got all these tools in one integrated system backed by a customer support team that actually answers the phone. Learn more by visiting spoton.com slash chip, and yep, you'll find that link also in the show notes. Now, on today's episode, I want to talk about three ideas, mission, vision, and values. And I'll start by saying, you go to Pepsi's website, you go to uh, the, the, the Frito-Lay website, you go to Apple's website, you go to a bunch of big companies, you will find uh, their mission, their vision, and their values. And a lot of times, it's uh, what I call word salad. It's a lot of words stuffed into a paragraph, and, and, and you lose all sense of actually what it is. But this exercise, this idea of 
understanding your mission, understanding your vision as a company, and understanding your core values. I promise if you do this exercise right, if you internalize what we're going to talk about on today's episode, it will have a profound impact on your business. Now, this isn't tips, t- uh, tricks, uh, the, you know, little strategies for, for how to improve your business. <clears throat> This is taking the 30,000-foot view. This is taking a bigger look at your business, but I promise it's worth taking 20 minutes, a half an hour out of your week. You're just going to do it once, and once it's done, it's done, and then we'll spend time uh, figuring out how to integrate it, and by the end of the episode, you'll have a good idea, a better idea of certainly how to integrate these ideas. So if you've seen these uh, big companies do it, uh, I'm going to tell you to ignore all of that. I want you to do what I show you how to do on this episode. Really, when we talk about mission, vision, values, we're talking about what you do, how you do it, and why you do it. And this uh, this cuts uh, very, very close to Simon Sinek's idea of uh, start with why, the golden uh, the golden circle, as he talked about in his book. Uh, if you don't know Simon Sinek, he wrote a book called Start With Why. He's got a TED Talk, uh, I think by the same name, and it's all about leadership, specifically leadership at the, at the, at the company level, right? How your, how your brand can be an innovator and a leader in uh, in the market. In his book and in his TED Talk, he talks about something called the golden circle. He draws three concentric circles. In the center, right, center, he puts why, one ring outside, he puts how, and then the outermost ring, he puts what. So what, how, and why if we're working from the outside in? And he says that most companies work from the outside in. They know what they do. They know how they do it better than anyone else or how they're different than the competition. But very few companies, he says, gets to the heart of the matter, the center of uh, this diagram, which is the why. Most companies, he says, don't know why they do what they do. Again, they know what they do, they know how they're better or, or offer a more compelling solution than their competitors, but they don't know why they're in business. And he turns it around and he says the very best companies in the world do understand their why. And in fact, they work from the inside out. They begin with their why. All through the book, he uses Apple as an example. But you can look at companies like Nike or Nikon. And and I'm sure there are tons of others out there. I use some of those big examples because they're companies that we all know. But but the best companies in the world, he argues, starts uh, start at the center. They know their why. Their why dictates their how. And all of that leads them to the products or the services that they provide, the what. So, so I want to urge you, if you've never thought in those terms, here's your, here's your call to action. Here is you thinking about your why, first and foremost. Why do you do what you do? And I also want to bring up a friend of mine, a guy named Sean Walshef. Sean has been on this show twice. I've been on his show once. I adore this guy. He's a very smart restaurant owner and operator out in the San Diego area. He's the uh, made the owner of Cali Barbecue, Cali Barbecue Media, because he's got a couple of podcasts. He's broadcasting all the time. He creates all kinds of great content day after day after day. He is very much part of this creator economy. Very smart guy, and I had the pleasure of uh, joining him on stage uh, last year in California. We were at the Western uh, Food Expo, and we gave a presentation together that talked all about your two whys. It's basically an extension of uh, of this uh, the framework that Simon Sinek developed all those years ago. Sean talks a lot about his two whys, right? And he says, you don't just need one why, you need the second why. So the first why in his book is, why do you do what you do, right? Or why did you start this business? Why, why did you, why did you, uh, why did you decide to go down this path, right? So why do you do what you do? 
And then the second why, though, and I love this, he talks all about why should that matter? Why should anyone care? So the two whys together are why do you do what you do and why should anyone else care? By definition, you, your life really only impacts you. Yeah, maybe a, a, a fraction of people around you, right? Your family, your friends, um, things like that. Maybe your colleagues, your peers, but not really. Your success benefits you and, and your direct, you know, your direct relations, right? Your, your, your family. So why does what you do matter? Why should it matter to the broader audience, the people in your market, to the people you serve? And that's the key. And it gets you thinking about other people, not just yourself. So why do you do what you do and why should anyone else care? It gets to the heart of what we do, I believe, in the restaurant industry because we serve for a living. We take care of other people for a living. And too often, I find in our business, we create the business that we wanted to create and then we wonder why it struggles. We, 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 we freak out, we, we, we struggle, we've got anxiety because it's, not, because it's not successful. And it's often not successful because you didn't stop to think whether anybody needed what you were ready to put out into the world. This idea of mission, vision, and values, which I'm going to walk you through in the second half of the, uh, the episode, is, uh, is an exercise that will help you get more, uh, more clarity on that fact. The bottom line is nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about me. The only people who care about me are the people that I help, right? Again, I'll introduce you to uh, my favorite quote of all time, the late, great Zig Ziglar. Love him, hate him. I adore this quote. Doesn't matter how you feel about him. I think you can't argue with this quote. In, uh, in his, uh, he used to take the stage and talk about this on stage. He used to uh, write about it in his books. But the quote goes like this. You can get anything in life you want as long as you help enough other people get what they want. Again, that quote, you can get anything in life you want as long as you help enough other people get what they want. Zig's mantra, this quote, is about serving. It, it really is our, uh, it should be the banner uh, that, that we all carry. I firmly believe that the only reason I'm able to enjoy any sort of comfort in my life is because I help people. I help the people who work for me. I help the people who I work with, the clients, the restaurant owners, the operators. And if I do that well, if I help change their lives, if I help get them what they need, what they want, then in exchange, uh, they're going to give me everything I want. Whatever it is I need, I firmly, I firmly believe that. So why do you do what you do? And why should anyone else care? I've answered that question for me in my own business. It's, it's why now we've got uh, three different mastermind groups, right? I started the first one uh, two years ago. We filled that. We capped it. We opened another one. We filled it. We capped it. We're now filling a third group. The reason we're able to fill these groups is because the work works. So I'll, I'll pause here and say if, you, if you're struggling to generate consistent, predictable profits, if you're on the fence about whether to join, it costs you absolutely nothing to pick up the phone, to set up a call and chat with us about the program. Because the program works, the impact we're making is real. The people in that group are seeing huge benefits from that group. That's why I'm able to get out of bed in the morning. It's why I'm able to, to enjoy certain comforts in my life. Because I help enough other people. It's the most satisfying, most gratifying work I've ever done in my life. So how do you say the same thing? How can I help get you to the same place? 
The bottom line is you, you already do. You provide an, an incredible value, an incredible service to your community, to the employees that you keep employed. You help them afford things in their lives. And to the people you feed, the people who come in and are a part of your life, you've become part of the community. So to be really clear, it's not like you're not doing this. You are doing this. I just want you to focus on it more deliberately. Again, Simon Sinek's Golden Circle. Most people know what they do. Most people know how they do it better than anyone else or different than anyone else. Most places don't know why they exist, why they do what they do. That's what the two whys are about, what Sean and I uh, came up with for our talk last year. What's in my book that's going to come out in October. This idea of the two whys. Why do you exist? Right? Why do you do what you do? And why should anyone else care? That really is what the mission, vision, and values exercise is all about. So let me give you a quick introduction. MVV, it stands for Mission, Vision, and Values. Over the course of the second half of this episode, we're going to talk all about how to dial in there. But the bottom line goes like this. Mission is why do you exist? Sound familiar, right? Vision is, assuming you uh, achieve your mission, what does that mean for the broader community around you? We'll dig in a little bit deeper to that. And then finally, values are what are the things you hold more dear that are integral to your business that you could not do without? And I'm going to show you how to dig a little bit deeper into that. All of that and more after uh, just a quick word from another one of our sponsors. Now, today's episode of Restaurant Strategy is also brought to you by Seven Shifts. Seven Shifts is a team management platform built specifically for restaurants. Great restaurants are built by great teams, and Seven Shifts is your secret weapon to better understand your restaurant, to help you hit labor targets and keep your entire team connected. With drag-and-drop scheduling, in-app communication, task management, tip management, and more, it makes restaurant work a lot easier. From back of house to front of house, managers, franchise owners, and larger corporate teams, Seven Shifts has benefits at every single level. Plus, it integrates with the other systems your restaurant already uses, like POS and payroll. Turn your team into your competitive advantage. Restaurant Strategy Podcast listeners get three months absolutely free. Get started at sevenshifts.com slash restaurant strategy. That's the number seven. S-H-I-F-T-S dot com slash restaurant strategy and get three months free and join over 30,000 restaurants using seven shifts today. As always, you'll find that link in the show notes. Okay, so we talked about Simon Sinek, the golden circle. We talked about the two whys. Why do you do what you do, right? Why do you exist? And why should anyone else care? And all of that is leading us to this conversation about MVV, mission, vision, and values. Your mission, as I, as I said just a minute ago, your mission is what you're trying to achieve. The mission of this company is XYZ. You have to decide that for yourself. But what are you trying to achieve? Meaning, why do you exist? What are you trying to achieve every single day? That, as it turns out, is really important. Again, it's at the heart of those two questions, right? Why do you do what you do? Why should anyone else care? So it can be something as simple as we, uh, our mission is to create the very best sub sandwiches in this town. We exist, right? Our mission is to feed hungry families, give families a quick win on a Friday night. Our mission is to create an extraordinary, romantic, intimate experience where people can enjoy their conversation and, and, and appreciate world-class food. These are all real restaurants. I'm creating missions for real restaurants that I know that I've been to. You just simply need to create a mission for yourself. What do you try to do? Why do you exist? What do you try to achieve on a daily basis? That's your mission. Your vision says this. Assuming you're able to achieve your mission, 
If you achieve your mission, what does that mean for the global community? Now, you can say community, you can say global meaning as big as the globe. You could say uh, the vision is for your block, your neighborhood, your city, your region, your country, whatever it is. Vision is if we do what we do, we succeed at what we're doing, what does that mean for the broader community around us? Now, there's a client I work with down in South Carolina, down in Columbia, South Carolina. Now, Columbia doesn't have this big thriving food scene in the way that, say, their neighbor Charleston does. But Columbia, the, the mission of the one, uh, one of the restaurants in their group, one of the restaurants that I work with, is to say, you know, our mission is to create the best restaurant in Columbia. Their vision then is say, if we achieve our mission, we will then be the start of something, of, of making Columbia a hub for great dining, right? A dining destination. And I think that's absolutely true, right? Charleston wasn't always this dining destination. Took a couple of great restaurants to put it on the map and then other people gravitated there. It's the same thing with this company that I work with in Columbia, right? Their mission is to be the very best restaurant in Columbia. Assuming they achieve their, uh, their, uh, their mission, if they succeed in achieving their mission, what does that mean for the broader community? It means they have a chance to help put Colombia on the map as a dining destination in this country. And I think that's totally possible. So what's your mission? And assuming you achieve your mission, what does that mean for your vision? That, that's a really important thing to understand. Scope is important. So we get short-term goals and long-term goals. Short-term goal is we need to do this today to achieve this goal. But long-term helps give you a sense of longevity, of legacy. We do that if we do this well every single day, the following thing could happen. And we don't spend enough time talking about both of those things at the same time. Oftentimes we get a little fuzzy and we wind up somewhere in the middle, right? We want to have a really good month. What does that mean? What do we have to do to have a really good month? What do we have to do to be here 10 years from now? That's a really, that, that's some staying power if you can be around 10 years later or 20 years later. So the mission and vision exercises help you think about that. Again, mission, why do you exist? What do you try to achieve on a daily basis? The vision says, assuming you achieve that, what does that mean for the community at large, for your neighborhood, for your city, for your region, right? Finally, values. We talk about core values. These are the things you hold dear. These are the things that are integral to your business. These are things like quality, community, sustainability, um, intimacy, fun. These are big words. And usually there are only three or four of them in your business. There's a lot that you may be trying to achieve, but there are three or four words that are absolutely integral to your business. So, I always invite my clients to come up with these three or four words. What are the three or four core values? Now, that same company that I work with down in Columbia, South Carolina, one of their other places, is this uh, is this sort of like upscale, like uh, yeah, upscale restaurant. It's like upscale casual. Uh, there's a cool like hip bowling lanes in the back. There's um, there's a little tiki lounge downstairs. There's like a cool bar, great food, great restaurant. Right, you can get a good burger, you can get a good steak. You can get a good shri uh, shrimp and grits. It, it's upscale as you want. Uh, it's upscale in the ways that you want it to be, and yet casual enough that you can come as you are. We found, as we were doing this exercise with them, that fun was at the heart of what they believed in. 
right? That there were games, that there was the, that there was the, the bowling lanes, that there was uh, self-pour, um, uh, uh, pour your own beer, right? There was the, the different ways they could have fun. And I said, okay, well, fun is going to be one of your core values. Then you got to make sure it's evident everywhere from the way you're greeted to the style of service, to the way that the food is plated. So my challenge then was, how can you make this plating more fun? How can you make the layout of the menu more fun? How can you make your first approach from a waiter more fun? How can we make the, you know, the every aspect of it fun? It's part of what led them to, uh, to put this tiki lounge in the basement, right? So it's this like hidden little bar within the restaurant. Not quite a speakeasy, but like it's definitely, you got to know what's there. You're never going to trip upon it. They said, we're going to do a tiki, we're going to do a tiki bar, a tiki lounge. That's cool. That's fun. So by, by understanding this, and, and everybody agreed, everybody on the team, it wasn't me who came up with the core values. They came up with it. I simply challenged them to say, okay, if fun is going to be one of your words, then you got to dial up the fun. You got to make it a whole lot more fun and you got to make sure every aspect of the experience is fun. And they've largely answered that challenge and risen to the occasion. Whatever it is you want to do, if you say community, you've got to define community in a bunch of different ways. Not only the community within the staff, but the community, the connection you have with the guests, the connection you have with the community around you, the other stores and restaurants and, and um, houses and apartments in the neighborhood, uh, the community with your purveyors, community with the, the region at large, on and on. If you're going to say community is something crucial to us, man, you got to put your money where your mouth is. Same thing I always love this one, sustainability. Right? If you're going to say sustainability is one of our core values, then man, you better step up and deliver. You got to make sure that everything you are sourcing, everything, all your waste, everything really does have an eye towards sustainability. And you quickly realize how difficult that is to source milk or eggs or to, uh, to put your garbage out in the middle of the night. Right? It's probably, It probably has more to do with composting and, and recycling than it does landfill. It's hard to do as I found with another one of my clients. Uh, we ended up scratching that, that word off the list, even though it was really important to them, and it's still something they strive for. They couldn't make it so that sustainability was in every aspect of their restaurant. It's a really hard one. Now, you gotta figure out what those words are. Passion, happiness, joy, fun, intimacy, quality. Whatever it is, whatever those three or four words are, you got to put your money where your mouth is. They have to be absolutely evident in every aspect of your business. That's a very hard thing to do. And I know you're, you might be sitting there and saying, uh, we just run a pizza shop. It's still important to do. Uh, we just run a taco joint. It's still important to do. You are not just another restaurant. You are integral. This is the thing that provides for you and your family. So I'm telling you, this whole exercise will take 20 or 30 minutes. It will not take you very long. But if you can properly do it and then integrate it into your business, it'll make all the difference. Now, how do we integrate it into our business? First and foremost, you got to make sure that everybody understands the mission and the vision. Right? Everyone at that restaurant in Colombia understands the mission is to be the best restaurant in Colombia. Everyone understands the vision that if they are the best restaurant in, the, in uh, Colombia, they can then put this city on the map as a dining destination. And everyone is committed to achieving that goal. Everyone from the busboys, the porters, the dishwashers, up to the cooks, the servers, all the way up to the chef and the owners. They understand that. You gotta make sure your people know what it is they're trying to achieve, what you want them to achieve. 
Now, as for these core values, man, make a poster and put them on the wall in the back. Those three or four words, they should be absolutely front and center. And you got to make sure that people understand how those words relate to the things that they do. That's going to find, uh, that's going to make their way into the conversations they have with guests. That's going to help inform decisions you make about who to work with, what purveyors to engage, what vendors, and how you partner with the community. I promise you, those words will matter. They will resonate if you say they matter. If you just tell people them, it's not enough. You got to put them front and center. You got to put a frame around it. And you got to make sure everyone knows how all of those words are on display all throughout the menu, in the plating, in the way that we engage with each other, in the way that we engage with our guests, et cetera, et cetera. The best way to get started with this exercise is to do something that I call the We Believe exercise. So I want you to write 10 statements that begin with the words, we believe, all right? We believe fun is at the heart of everything we do here. We believe the way we engage with our guests can be fun. We believe people want to have a good time. We believe just write a bunch of these sentences, right? So that's for that other restaurant in Columbia that says fun is at the heart of what they do. Whatever it is for you, I want you to just write a bunch of we believe statements. We believe in the power of community. We believe uh, that uh, that there's an intimacy in our dining experience. We believe whatever it is that you believe. Say we believe because we, everybody making this thing happen, are involved here. That's the best way to get started. So before you come up with your mission, before you come up with your vision, before you come up with your four core values, just do this. We believe a minimum of ten statements. They might be twenty or thirty. Just write what you believe. At the end of it, take a step back and look. See if for any common threads. Because certainly you will probably uh, repeat yourself a couple times. That should tell you something about what you believe. Now, you don't know what your mission is. You don't know what your vision is. You don't know what your core values are yet. You're just sitting here and saying, hey, what do I believe in our business? What, what do we believe here? What do we hold dear? Just put that down. That will make all the difference. Do the we believe statements. Then take a step back and come up with your mission statement. Come up with your vision statement and then come up with your four, three or four core values. When you write your core values, I want you to write a little paragraph, three or four sentences that explain how that word is obviously integrated into your business. You do that for each of your three or four core values. Again, it's not enough to just write a word down. You gotta tell me why you came up with it and how it's obvious in your business. Again, this is the mission, vision, the MVV exercise, mission, vision, values. I hope you got something out of this episode. I hope you take the time, again, 20 or 30 minutes today to do this exercise. As always, I appreciate you being here. If you want to learn more about the P3 Mastermind that I run, you know the uh, the link is in the show notes. It's restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. Set up a time to chat. We'll learn more about you and your restaurant. You'll learn more about the program. We'll talk about the next steps on that call. Appreciate you being here. Thank you very much, and I will see you next time.